Welcome to this sensual Valentine's special of comedy, the series. And here's your host, a flock of seagulls trying to avoid detection by the police. You like your bloodlines? I know you want them. I've decided you want them here. Who's your favourite saint? Is it Saint Augustine, the early Christian theologian and Neoplatonic philosopher from Numidia, whose writings influenced the development of the Western Church, Western philosophy, and indirectly all of Western Christianity? Of course not. It's Saint Valentine, the sexy one. And who doesn't like Saint Valentine? Hey, not me. I mean, when I say not me, I mean, I don't, I mean, I do like, I don't, I don't not like him. I do like him. I don't, not a gay way. I'm not gay. No, I'm not, I'm definitely not gay. I've had loads of vaginas, tons of vaginas. I've had more vaginas than, um, God, I wish, I wish I could improvise. I really wish I could just make stuff on this. Oh, anyway, it's St. Valentine's Day. It's the one day of the year where romance and a bit of how's your father come together pun intended, see I can be funny, to form that thing we call lovemaking. So I, Robin Thicke of Blurred Lines fame, have come up with this perfect retail item to celebrate this very combination. It's called Slurred Lines, the world's first champagne, bubble bath and lubricant. Have a drink, celebrate a victory in Formula One, pour it in your bath for the foamiest wash you've ever had. Smear it on your todger before you do someone right up the shitter. But Robin, how can it be used for so many different things, I hear you ask? Well, I'll tell you. My super secret ingredients are as follows. Asda brand Prosecco. Vaseline. And Summer's strawberry flavoured lubricant. And Radox. I don't know what type of Radox. Let me have a look. Oh, lavender. It's lavender, so that's uh, 25 a day, I think. So why not honour everybody's favourite saint, Valentine, by helping Robin Thicke overcome his crippling debt and buy his delicious, erotic, new product, Slurred Lines. Let's call it 20 quid. No, 19 quid. (coughs) Hi ho, it's the Hollywood spoiler here. Well, it's been a few months since the world's sexiest film franchise, Fifty Shades of Grey, came to an end, which can only mean one thing. It's time to reboot the series. This time, producers have made a bold casting choice, as Christian Grey will now be played by Mr. Hootenanny himself, Jules Holland. Here's the trailer. So this is just an interview for the newspaper. I just have a couple of questions. Mr. Gray will see you now. What was he like? He was... Polite. Intense. Smart. Really intimidating. Do you have any interests outside of work? Walking backwards and saying where people are from. And you? There's really not much to know about me. (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) I am looking at you. 
You look like... Katie Tunstall! To what do you owe your success? My red room of Boogie Woogie! Over here, we have the handcuffs! Lovely jangly sounds in this corner. From Thailand, we have the vibrators! The vibrators! Making their return after many years are the riding crops! Looking forward to some whipping and spanking noises there. But now, live from the red room of Boogie Woogie in Shabbat's Bush, the nipple clamps! The Erotic Adventures of Kurt and Janet Chapter 1 His penis exploded into flames. Such was his burning desire for her. He enrobed his sculpted human form and strode off mannerly towards the barn. Needless to say, the bed was completely destroyed pulverized into splinters by the sexy pneumatic convulsions of two wild, fleshy animals named Kurt and Janet. The butler downstairs, having heard the screams, guttural, plural, knew what he had to do. He'd done it countless times before. He began emptying the hoover again. At least someone will leave with a full bag tonight, he thought. Janet lay there amongst the sawdust, an elegant mess, breathing heavily like she had just had sex, because she had, and it was very sexual. Her hair, for she had some, was red like a red jumper. Reflection of the erotic event was inevitable, and not just because they had a mirror on the ceiling. Still, she yearned for more pleasure, but her man-lover, Kurt, was outside in the barn. His eyes closed, sweating, softly grunting. He did this every night. The cow didn't mind. It just stood there, oblivious, not even blinking, as Kurt rode that homemade mechanical bull. This was his recovery method. The gyrating soothed his testicalia, while the motion cleared his head. He'd built it himself out of wood he'd chopped down from the woods. The craftsmanship was quite a sight to behold. Kurt had a way with wood, in more ways than one. His penis is like a tree trunk, is what I'm saying. I cannot emphasize to you enough just how tree trunk-like Kurt's penis is. His foreskin is like bark, is what I'm saying. Sexy. After he was suitably relaxed, Kurt did a sweet forward somersault off the bull and strode off manily back towards the house. Holy cow, that was hot, thought the cow. Um, excuse me? Uh, excuse me? What is it, cadet? Um, it's it Kenneth, actually. Um, I was wondering, are we nearly at the Lake District at all? What? Um, the Lake District? It's just that the wedding starts at 2.30, and we were supposed to arrive by 2, and it's nearly, um, well, well it's Tuesday now, and I was wondering if we were nearly there. Uh, also, I don't remember there being this much fire in the Lake Son, District. we are going to Saigon! Right. Um... It's just that Charlie and Rowena are getting married at Sloan Palace in the Lake District, which has got these amazing flying buttresses and this really nice water feature. It's going to be great for pictures. Soldier, the only person Charlie is going to marry today is Agent Orange. 
That doesn't sound like Charlie. He's very traditional. Also, run where we don't mind. Son, do you hear that music? That means we are about to napalm Charlie off the face of the earth. Now you gotta get with the program. Right. Um, well, I've read the program, and it said that there'd be canapes at 4.30, which is a bit of a wait because dinner isn't until 8 o'clock. Uh... Soldier, do you want to kill yourself some Viet Cong or not? Because if you don't, they're going to have you in a bamboo cage so fast, you'll think the panda shit they feed you are canapes. Now, what you got to say about that? Um, I might, I might just nip out here, actually. <laughs> don't you want a parachute? You're listening to Comedy the Series, The Valentine's Special, for which I apologise. Meanwhile, Janet was in the kitchen, still stark bollock naked, because this is my story and I can say whatever I want. She looked out the window just as Bigfoot walked past. He waved. See, whatever I want. Janet padded over to the sexy refrigerator and opened it with a moan. She closed the fridge to see Kurt in the doorway, silhouette against an unexplainable light source behind him. Janet's colossal fun bags swayed before him like the fleshy pendulums of a sexy grandfather clock. Kurt's colossal scrotai swayed before her like the fleshy pendulums of a sexy grandfather clock. They were hypnotized by each other's naughty bits but only temporarily. Janet started to move toward him quicker and quicker. She leapt into the air and spun upside down on an axis, her knees landing on Kurt's shoulders in a standing 69, their mouths devouring each other's respective sexual reproductive organs. The butler walked past the doorway to see them in the death-defying act. He knew what he had to do. I'll get the mop, he said. And now on Radio 4, A Book at Bedtime. Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James. Adapted for radio by Dr. Zeus. Will you take me in the mouth? Will you take me north or south? I will take you in the mouth. I will take you north and south. I will take you here and there. I will take you anywhere. I will take your purse of spam. I will take you and I am... Will you take me from behind? Will you take me rough or kind? Will you take me in the house? Will you take me with a mouse? I will take you from behind. I will take you rough and kind. I will take you here and there. I will take you anywhere. I will take your purse of spam. I will take you and I am. Make me use love eggs and ham. Blitz me like I'm Vietnam. Will you hit me with some belts? Treat me like Vanessa Feltz. I'll make you use love eggs and ham. I'll blitz you like you're Vietnam. I'll napalm your ass. Make sure it hurts. I'm Martin Sheen, your Colonel Kurtz. I will take your purse of spam. I will take you, and I am. Cheers, Andy. It's Christian. Shit. You're listening to a sketch show which is mysterious and sexy. I close my eyes, drew back my foreskin, till there's no more skin, just a pinky lump, I fantasize.
kissing a schoolgirl when they start to hum. My heart speeds up with rapid motion and an explosion will soon take place. I get keyed up and I start humming. Soon I'll be coming over my face. A crash of drums, a flash of light, a sudden thrust, a splash of white. Some of it landed in my eye and it hurts like a bitch, bitch. And now I'm done. Now he's done. Hot as an oven from myself loving and quite wet too. I've had my fun. dream will do a crash of drums a flash of light a sudden thrust a splash of white some of it landed in my mouth I think I will be sick sick. and now I'm done hot as a But a wet dream will do. 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 This erotically charged episode of comedy, the series, was written and performed by John Sharp, Michael Claridge, Jennifer Claridge and your mum. It was produced and edited by John Sharp and was a good old JR production for the BBC, whether they bloody well like it or not. One-liners, one-liners, here comes a very quick joke. I once fell in love with a duck. I was quackers about it. one Liners, one-liners, I hope you like that funny joke, one-liners, one-liners, today!